Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. All right, Gems, we are back with another gem-packed conversation. Today we have Sheeta, who is the founder of Investing Patty, an online community that aims to educate immigrants, minorities, and women about the value of investing in the stock market. Her community started after discovering that many people just like her miss out on a low barrier to entry investment opportunities offered in the stock market. So in her work, she's dedicated to empowering her community by educating them about the basics of investing, overcoming limiting beliefs and fears associated with investing, and showing them that they can start investing with little, which can go a long way in the future. So Sheeta, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I know that this is going to be a really fun conversation. And I would just love to hear more about you know, how you got started in this realm in the first place. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is an honor. And I absolutely, I would love to share my journey. So I always say that I became a woke investor (laughs) in 2020. And I think a lot of us became woke um, to invest in, especially invested in the stock market in 2020. Prior to that, I was actually investing, but I didn't really know that I was an active participant in the stock market. So what led to my actual um awake awakening is you know just learning about in march march of 2020 the world was changing um the big um pandemic happened (laughs) and you know so much of what we knew as life has changed since then and i remember you know march of 2020 i was hearing about you know the stock market was crashing lots of companies were you know trading at a at a at a low value as a result of the fear that people had with respect to the economy and i was just like what what is the stock market then and this is something that i've been actually wanting to learn for years now like i look back at my my chat history with my girlfriends on whatsapp and like i think back in 2000 and 16, I had sent them a message like, guys, how does a stock market thing work? And like, no one really gave me a concrete answer. So 2020 was my time. I wasn't traveling for work anymore. I was working at home. And I decided, you know what, this is time. This is the best time to invest in yourself. So I dove into the literature. I was reading various articles. Um, I took several courses. I was watching several YouTube videos. And it was at that moment that I realized that, oh my God, there is a huge opportunity here. And so many people are not aware of this opportunity, especially immigrants, minorities, and women, regardless of your social class, regardless of your level of education. um, There was still that gap that, you know, we weren't aware of how to make our money work for us. And that was what made me start investing, Patty, because I was just like, if I didn't know, like I have a master's in engineering and a bachelor's in physics, um, you know, I've worked for 
huge corporations. And it took me years after being in corporate America to actually learn about this other part of making your money work for you. I'm like, if I don't know, trust me, there's so many other people that don't know. And it's time for us to close this wealth gap. And how do we start to close the minority wealth gap, especially the wealth gap with Black Americans and immigrants? It's it's by sharing information and, you know, what the best way to share information and for people to absorb information is to see people who look like them actually doing it. So yeah, that's a little bit about my story. Ooh, juicy, juicy. And you're clearly <laughs> intelligent, got the physics degree, got all kinds of wonderful things, right? And so it's like, you know, I think a lot of the times people feel, hmm, what's the best way to put it? Like they should know better, quote unquote, right? Like somehow they should know better. But if you didn't go to school for this, you don't know better. If you didn't grow up in a household that taught you or knew these things, if it wasn't passed down as far as information and whatnot, of course you're not going to know better because it wasn't your experience. And so I love that you're making it accessible. You are addressing the mindset piece of things because I absolutely, I talk pretty much solely about mindset. So it sounds like there's a specific way that you want to be kind of thinking about things and to make and having an approach so that you can be consistent in the long run because investing is also a marathon, not a sprint, right? A lot absolutely. of times. Absolutely. So, you know, I absolutely love that you saw the the gap and, you know, sought to fill it and step into that. Even though it's like, are you like a PhD in investing? No, but you're willing to share what you've learned. And the other key thing that I want everyone to take away here, okay, is that it sounds like that you made invest investments in learning how to understand this better. So you said you took courses, you said that you were reading, you know, you took the time, but you also, it sounds like invested money into learning how to do this thing. And yes, YouTube University, baby, it will get you somewhere. <laughs> It'll help get you somewhere, but, but it won't take you all the way most mm -hmm. of the time. At some point, you're going to have to stop Googling things and trying to do everything for free and invest to get an efficient, strategic, linear path from point A to point B. And that's the thing that I've been seeing is that minorities, immigrants, and women, right, are not investing in themselves in a way that's helping them to cut out the trial and error and the guesswork. You could yeah. learn something in 10 years or someone else had, has already taken 10 years to learn it and you can learn it from them in one to three years, five awesome. years. Cut that time in half, you know what I mean, by making that investment. So I have been talking to a lot of ladies recently and this is literally just right on trend with exactly what they have questions on, right? <laughs> and I know my scope of practice and my limitations because I am not an expert at investing. However, I can talk to you about mindset all day. So I can talk to you about the mindset you need to have, right? But I can't tell you, like, this is how you need to start, you know, when it comes to opening up certain accounts and what that process might look like and whatnot. And so I know that there's also people that I've talked to that they've been working at companies and they've never even enrolled into their businesses like 401k because it was intimidating and scary. They didn't know what they were doing. So they just avoided it and were like pushing it off till later. So mm -hmm. I would love to hear some of, you know, those limiting beliefs that you help people uncover and maybe that you had to get past yourself to get started. Oh my God, that is so loaded. So, so loaded, but such an important question. 
So I'm going to share my journey because I also had to overcome the limiting beliefs too. Um, when it comes to investing, right? Um, at the beginning, I mentioned to you that I became a woke investor in 2020, but I actually have been investing since 2014 without knowing. So like, and the reason why I was, I started investing in 2014 was because I got my first big girl job in New York City. And I, you know, first day at orientation, they're like, oh, 401k, you know, and 401k is a retirement investment plan that you can contribute money to directly from your paycheck through your employer. And they had mentioned contributing money into your 401k. And that was the first time I ever heard about a 401k. I come from an immigrant household. My parents and I migrated to this country when I was 13. So, you know, my parents... My my parents are trying to figure out the lay of the land in America. No one really gave me the crash course of you know retirement accounts in America. It was more so like go to school, get a good job, and you know get, get paid. That was it. That was the most they they taught me. So imagine my shock at orientation where they're talking about a retirement account and a four hundred one k and contributing money to your four hundred one k. I was confused. I'm like, so I don't get to take this money out till I'm 59 and a half. Why should I even put money in it? I didn't understand. And I was just like, you know, I'm young. I'm living in the big, in the big apple. I need all New York, New York city rent is expensive. The cost of living in New York city is very expensive. Why should I contribute anything into this? And I, I think the only reason why I did it was because they said, oh, the company would give you a match, which, you know, some 401ks company could give you a match, meaning that if you contribute X amount of your paycheck, they might give you 100% of it or 50% of it, depending on what your company states. And that was the only reason why I was like, okay, I would only, I would contribute very little um, just so I can get some part of the match. Um and I didn't really, and then the, they also provided another opportunity, which was ESPP, the Employee Share Purchase Plan, um, which was if you work for a publicly traded company, they give you an opportunity to buy shares of the company at a discount. Um, so my, my company then was giving us a 15% discount. And it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, this does not make sense to me. And I didn't participate in it. I didn't participate in it till like the next year. Cause I'm like, this makes no sense. And that's, I share that journey to say that those were some of the limiting beliefs I had with money. I thought, you know, money for me then was, you know, make money, save money and hold on to your money, hold on to your money. You know, don't let it go. If, 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 if whatever it is you're putting your money in, if it doesn't make sense to you, and if you can't comprehend it, just hold on to it. Put it in a bank account. Your, your money is safer in the bank account. It's going to grow in the bank account. And, you know, when I became woke, I realized that your money is not growing in a bank account. The bank account is is a is a great place to put your emergency savings account. Money you need um, if things were to go, if life was to go um, south, because anything can happen to any one of us in life, and we do need that emergency savings account. But it, uh, other than that, you know, the best way to build wealth is to invest your money and to put your money in assets that would let your money grow, and you know, I didn't know that then. And, you know, I look back at that 401k that I started unknowingly and I only did it because the company was going to give me a match. I look at, back at that 401k now and that money in that 401k, you know, about like seven years later, 
it's now eight years. <laughs> I'm like doing the calculation. <laughs> About eight years later, has more than doubled. Um, I finally started contributing to the ESPP, and like that money in my ESPP um, has not doubled, but I get dividend from that company every every year. I get about like four hundred dollars in dividend from that from 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 contributing in my employee share purchase plan um, every year. And this is a company that I left in two thousand nineteen. Like I no longer work for this company, but they're still paying me annually because I I sold into you know, myself and I invested my, a portion of my money, my paycheck in, in, um, every, every annually through the opportunities they gave me at work. Wow. So, you know, it sounds like you mentioned it's, there's opportunities. However, you know, a lot of people are not seeing those opportunities or they're not, they're skeptical about the opportunities. They don't understand the opportunities. So because of that, they don't take advantage, but they also, they also don't seek to learn about it, right? Actively or find a way to fill the gap so that they can figure out, okay, well, if I don't understand, what's going to help me understand? Are there either courses offered or information or education? Mm -hmm. Is there a counselor at work that can support me? Because usually there's resources. There's a person. That's why you got human resources at your job, bruh. Most of us don't use it. We don't use it. It doesn't make, I mean, and you know, to some extent I get it because people are hustling and grinding and they're moving so fast through life that they quote unquote, don't have time and they're busy. And I, I hear you about the whole time thing. I get it. But guess what? You know, when you're not going to have time when you're broke at retirement age, that's what you ain't going to have no time. We ain't got, you ain't got time to be broke at retirement age. So you need to take the time now to be able to invest in learning how to get to where you want to be so that when it's time to retire, you're able to do so and have peace of mind and still be able to live, you know, a, a, a good quality of life. And so I would love to hear like, where would someone begin? Like if someone's like, I know I should be investing. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I don't even know if I'm enrolled in 401k. Uh, I don't know like what like any of that <laughs> stuff, right? Where would you suggest someone just even start and give themselves like a low, you know, bar to hit? Because I think it's also about confidence, right? It's, it's about wanting to feel like you can make progress. So where would you say someone should begin? Absolutely. It's about confidence. It's about starting and it's about just being consistent. Like anything in life where you want change, you have to start and then be consistent. In terms of starting, I would say start with, if you don't even know if you're invested or if you're absolutely sure you're not investing and you want to get started, I think the best place to start is your your 401k. If you work for an employer that offers a 401k, because some employers do not offer a 401k, but if you work for an employer that offers a 401k, reach out to your HR department, ask them, you know, is there a 401k? If the answer is yes, how do I participate in the 401k? You know, what what is the company match? How much do I need to contribute for the company to match my contribution for them to pretty much give you free money? But technically, it's not free. I honestly think it's part of your compensation. You're just choosing not to take that part of your compensation. But hey, you know, ask them what the match is. And like also another important thing is what is the vesting period? How long do I need to stay at this company in order for this money to be mine? Because if you leave before the vesting period, the money, they, they're going to take that money back. Um, And then also like 
I would say at the minimum, try to start with at least put it in as much up up until where they're saying they're going to match you. So let's say the company, your company says, hey, we're going to give you 100% of 6% of your salary. Put in that 6%. I mean, calculate it to make sure that it's it's something that is is not going to impact your um your monthly allowances or, or your monthly expenditure if it, it doesn't impact this significantly you know try to at least get up to up onto that match just so you can get your free your free money um and then once you figure out the 401k and you're ambitious and you want to move forward and you're like i want to do other things there are other um investment accounts that you can also look into. The other one you can look into is the Roth IRA account, which is the Roth um, individual retirement account. And for this, it's not done with your employer. It's done outside of your employer. And it's an account that you can open up on your own. So if you go to like a TD Ameritrade, a Fidelity, a Vanguard, you can open up a Roth IRA account. And what those account does is that you can contribute money into their account and invest the account. You have to make sure you also invest in the in the, the money in the account. It's not enough to just do the bank transfer. You have to make sure you invest the, the money. Once you invest the money and the money grows, if you hit like 59 and a half and let's say you need to take the money out, you never have to pay taxes on that money. All of the growth on that account is yours and it's tax-free. If you're ambitious and you want more after that, you know you can also look into like a, a, a regular brokerage account where you can open up with any of these investment um, companies and just contribute money gradually. And if you're confused as to, okay, what do I invest in? I mean, yes, you can invest in individual companies, but that takes a certain level of like, um, a certain level of intricacy to like determine what do I what individual companies do I need to invest in and there's a risk associated with it. So if you're like I don't want to take risk and I just want to start investing gradually, you can go with like the the S&P 500 or the total stock market which is a representation of the first is a representation of the top 500 companies in the US and this the second one is a representation of all of all of the um public companies on the U.S. stock exchange and just gradually set a routine and say, hey, every week or every paycheck or every month, I'm going to put this amount of money, maybe $50 or $100, however, whatever amount you're comfortable with. Contribute that, um, transfer, do that automated bank transfer and then, you know, invest that money and just watch and see how it grows over time. Like, I often compare investing to working out. Like, you know how New Year's, new this New Year's, <laughs> something I've struggled with is I've always had a goal of having my flat stomach. Like, let's, like, I'm trying to get that flat stomach. I'm trying to get that six packs. And I've, I've been on this journey for years now. And this year, you know, I when the year started, I reflected and I'm like, okay, how come I haven't reached this goal that I've been wanting to get for so long? And the reason being is that I'm not actually putting in the work. I'm not staying consistent. I'm not being diligent. I'm not being intentional. The same goes with your money and investment. When you stay consistent and you do it gradually over time and you commit to it and you're diligent, you will see the result. It's not You're not going to see the result overnight, but you will see the result over time. The gems, y'all, the gems. Okay, listen, if y'all wasn't taking notes, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to go back, rewind, watch it again. Um, now, here's the thing, right? You had me. You're like, you know, start with your 401k. If it's not, once you 
make sure you get at least getting that match over there. I was like, okay, to some extent, that makes some level of sense to me. Then you're like, okay, Roth IRA, boom, I've heard that term before. So that's a thing we should all be doing. Cool. And then you started saying some other things and I was like, what? So, <laughs> so I assume there are some people who are listening who maybe like in the conversation of investing feel like they follow up into a certain point and then Absolutely. they get lost and then they get a little confused and then they then that's discouraging for them and then they fall into the patterns of the the limiting beliefs and all of that stuff but what it sounds like you said is that if you have no, if you're unsure of what you're doing to invest and multiply your money right now that your first step is to identify whether you're already investing or not because you may how, I worked at a school and I think I had like a 403B or something like that. And mm -hmm. I was like, I, don't, I, don't, I think they make it mandatory or something. I'm like, I don't know yeah. what this thing is or whatever. I don't know what's going on here. So you need to identify whether you already have investment accounts open or not. And then from that point, you want to you know start asking questions. So if you don't understand something, ask. Like, you, no one has told you not to ask. This is why you have a human resources representative. This is literally a part of their job description is to educate you and connect you with the resources that are going to help you take advantage of the benefits that you have as an employee at an organization or company. So, you know, asking all the possible questions that you possibly can, you know, you've given us some great questions to start out with, like, you know, how much do I need to be contributing or how much does it cost to start or what is that, what is that process? Um, ask them, is there a way for someone to sit down with me to, to enroll so that I can ask questions as we go or if anything comes up, you know, ask them what the match is if, if there is one, if they even have a 401k in the first place, mm -hmm. all of those things. Ask all the questions you can come up with and know that you can also, guess what, guys? Ask later. So if you have one meeting and you feel like you have questions a week later or whatever, you better ask that person for their email address or their phone number and say, I would love to be able to have your contact info just in case I have any questions after the fact, which they probably would provide you with anyway. But you really have to make this time and move it up your priority list so that you're able to take advantage because otherwise you are paying a cost, it sounds like. Your money sitting in the in the savings account, yes, you it's there and you see it, but the money that's sitting there is not growing and multiplying and becoming an employee for you. And so that means you're actually losing money when your money is sitting in an account and not being utilized to go to work for you every day. Absolutely. So, you know, it sounds like you've been on the journey yourself. For the people who have that you've been either talking to, working with in your community that have really started to make strides in their journey as far as investing goes. What are some common denominators that you notice set them apart that they're, they're able to be successful? I think it goes back to what you just said. They were willing to invest. They, they first realized that, okay, I am not making my money work for me. My money is actually losing value over time um due to inflation think about it the dollar the dollar store the dollar store is no longer a dollar last year the dollar store mm -mm, 
Now the dollar is like a dollar twenty-five and above. Now they change their prices. It's no longer a dollar, and that's the perfect explanation of inflation. Like just because you have you have a hundred dollars in your account, but you put a hundred dollars in your account in twenty nineteen. That hundred dollars, and then let's say you took the hundred dollars in your account. You took the hundred dollars that was in your account. You took it out of your account and you went to a dollar store. You can in 2019, you could have gotten a hundred dollars worth of items, but because the the cost of goods have gone up, that same hundred dollars, if you had left it in your account and you and you went to take it out today, you're not getting. Your hundred your hundred dollars is not going to give you get you the same amount of items. It's going to get you less. So people who I have worked with who are eager to get started on this journey understand the essence of why it is so important that we are not the only one physically going to work to 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 put to to exchange our time for money. It's not enough to just exchange your time for money. When you exchange your time for money, that's amazing. That's how we that's that's how we earn an income. So now we're earning income and we've made that money. Now it's time to exchange your money for more money. Put your money to work. So people who are eager to get started on this journey have that realization of the cycle of my money doesn't just end with me working for that money and me spending the money. It's a continuous cycle of I'm going to take a portion of that money and I'm going to invest it so it can make me more money and I can earn a certain amount of income from it for it too. Um, people are also excited. Like I meet a lot of mothers, a lot of mothers who have young kids who are excited to build wealth for their children and like starting an investment account for your child at, at, early, at, at an early age is the most, it's probably the best gift you can give to your child because with investing, time is your best friend. Time is your best friend with investing. Once you have the gift of time on your side, you don't have to put in that much up front. You can put in little and you'll be surprised as to how much that little would go a long way. You literally can give your child the gift of a million dollars when they're, you know, at, when they're at retirement age, if you put in very little, probably like a hundred to $200. So people who are eager to get started on this journey of people who are interested in investing in themselves, interested in investing in their future, eager to learn how the, their money doesn't just end with them earning and spending, but they're eager to take it to that next level of earn, spend, invest so I can earn more. Oh my goodness, y'all. That was a whole a whole masterclass y'all just got on, on you know, <laughs> the beginnings of investing. Obviously, is there more intricacy to it? Of course, there are levels and layers to it. Obviously, are there different types of accounts and options and, and, you know, ways to skin a cat, even though we probably shouldn't be skinning cats? Yes. (laughs) However, it's about not allowing yourself to get overwhelmed and paralyzed. That's what it sounds like. You need to get started where you are, knowing that you're going to have to continually learn and grow in the process. It is not going to be perfect up front. You're not going to maybe invest, you know, who knows what the first year or right away or whatever the case may be, right? Like you mentioned, you don't have to be investing like thousands and thousands of dollars up front. 
It could be, and that's why it's a low barrier of entry. It mm-hmm. could be a, you know, the cost of a daily cup of coffee. How much money do you spend at Target a week? Like <laughs> it could be one Target trip, okay, it could be what you uh, invest. And then you can go to Target three other times in the month since you're probably there every week. How much did you spend? <laughs> How much did you spend at Amazon last year? Add up, go look at your Amazon account. I dare you to. And add up everything you spent on Amazon in 2021. Can you have selected a portion of those funds to be what you invest for your future? Something that's going to give something back to you. So I would love for you to let us know where everyone can stay connected and tap in with what you've got to share because you are a wealth of knowledge and we truly appreciate you for what you do. Thank you. So you can connect with me on Instagram. I am in uh, my Instagram handle is invest in Paddy. So investing in Paddy is spelled P-A-D-I. So please um, check me check me out on Instagram and give me a follow and also send me a DM if you have questions. That's the reason invest in Paddy actually means your Paddy means buddy. Um, it's a Nigerian um local English language for like buddy. And, you know, the whole reason why I have the Instagram is just to make invest in fun, to make you make, invest. Doing it alone can be scary and daunting. So it's like you have a buddy, you have a friend that's there to help you along on that journey. So yeah, you can find me at invest in buddy at, at, on Instagram. I absolutely love it. So yes, the link will be in the show notes as well. Go ahead, scroll, tap it, copy and paste it, search it, whatever you got to do. She done opened up her DMs to you to ask questions so graciously. Be respectful you know, of her time and energy and effort, but also follow suit. She didn't tell you to reach out to her DMs for nothing. She wasn't saying that because she wasn't going to do her best to get back to you with an answer or with a resource that's going to be helpful for you. So, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that you are being connected to and the resources being made available so that you're able to progress and get yourself positioned really well, because then that's also going to be a trickle effect in your family and be something that, you know, you're able to start creating generational wealth. Everybody's all out here trying to talk about generational wealth, baby. Generational wealth only occurs when we're passing assets down. If you ain't got no assets to pass down because you, you eating up all the money that you're making, then you are not creating generational wealth. Let me break it to you. So you have to be multiplying your money in order to be able to pass something down so that you are truly creating a different, you know, lineage in your family of wealth and abundance and prosperity and, you know, essentially giving yourself the peace of mind that you want and desire and deserve. So again, truly appreciate you for, I could keep you here forever, but we won't do that. But I appreciate you for stopping by and sharing your information. We'll have to have you back again for sure. And we will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.